Hey, it's Penny Terry here, and I'm dropping into your ears to let you know that we've come to the end of this season of Health Speak. And what a season it's been. I'm going to take you through a bit of a recap in a moment, but I actually need something from you first. This podcast will stay up here in cyberspace pretty much forever. It's a free resource for anyone, wherever they live, and they can listen to it however they like. But to help those people who need it most find it, there's a few little jobs that you could do for me. If you could just take one minute to leave a review for us, that means you need to have a look for the leave a review spot on whatever platform you're listening to this on right now. So just look at your phone or your computer and have a wander around. It'll help people find this podcast. Or you could share your favorite episode on your social media pages. You'll find us on Facebook and on Instagram. Or you can even send me an email and tell me what you think. Penny.terry at healthytasmania.com.au. Thank you. We've been overwhelmed by the response to this series, and I've been overwhelmed by what I've learned. Let's just have a look at a few of the things that we've heard throughout this series of HealthSpeak. It started off with a chat with David, the bum doctor. For me, looking at someone's bum is like you shaking someone's hand. It happens to absolutely everyone, so it, it certainly doesn't worry me. And uh... I'm going to be careful shaking your hand, David. <laughs> yes. I also got the lowdown on what diabetes educators actually do from Sam. We do show people how to inject. Yes, we do teach people about how to prick their fingers in a really good way and get a good blood sample and get a good test so that we can see the number. Um, We do teach people about, you know, balancing things in their life, but life is wildly complex, as you know, and we have to take people and help people on that wildly complex ride that is life while they've got a munted pancreas. And what about that time we heard about the rapid response team and what happens when they arrive at your house? You know, some of our patients think, think that we might be coming with flashing lights and we have had one patient who, who literally assumed that we'd arrive by chopper. No, we drive a Corolla and a Kia, but we, uh, we're rapid. Gina helped us to make sense of why occupational therapists are called occupational therapists. What it's really about is occupation is how you occupy your time that makes your life meaningful. So how a child occupies their time will be different from how a mum who's trying to look after a young baby will occupy her time and what's meaningful to her will be different again to what maybe someone who's frail and aged, how they occupy their time. I particularly loved when Lindsay explained some of the commentary that she gets about her job as a podiatrist. I've had a midwife one time tell me that she can't believe that I would be happy to work with feet, which I found very amusing considering she spends the whole time in the goal end. (laughs) So that was funny. And look, we had some laughs, but also some serious chats with Jen about her job as a cancer care coordinator. Cancer impacts a lot of your life. It can, you know, just what we see on the surface and the practicality of it, it, it seeps into a lot of other areas and we know that's impactful. You, you know, after, you don't want to be a cancer patient. You want to be you. And you've got to look after all those components that make you you. And we just try and allow space for that to be discussed in. Can you remember when we dropped into the microbiology lab at the hospital and met Sarah and we saw some stuff? Today we've had some tissues from what they call a necrotizing fasciitis. Tomorrow we might get a big toe. Then we found out the real name of people who take your blood from Diane. 
phlebotomist. That's our name. You're a phlebotomist. Yes. Can you dissect that word for me? <laughs> so what we're doing is phlebotomy. So really that just means phleb is um, a word for a vein. So what we're doing is, is putting a needle into a vein. So phlebotomy. Yes. And Stuart, the physio, well, he really got onto my love of analogies. So an analogy I often use there with moving joints is, is a rusty old gate on a farm. And, and if it's left closed for years and years and, and, and the rust sort of sets in, then in order to open it, you've got to sort of wind it back and forwards and slowly get the thing to open. And that's a really good analogy for how human joints work as well. If, if they're moved and used regularly, they move well. And if they're not, then they get stuck and they stop moving properly. And I think, Phil, well... He summed things up pretty well. I think one of the most important things that people can do is uh, continue to engage comfortably with their health practitioners, to ask questions, to understand why things happen in the way that they do, to ask them about um, other alternatives and options that are available to them. Um, I, I think one of the worst things that we can do is just accept what we're told and just go, yep, that's OK, I'll just go off and do it. Too right, Phil. These are just a few of the many health people we've met as part of this series, Health Speak, thanks to City Park Radio. Have you missed any? There's a whole heap. Just scroll back through your feed and make sure you're right up to date. These are all people who are living and working in our communities to help us stay well and out of hospital. And you know what? Couldn't we all do with a bit of a better understanding of this complex industry called healthcare? And haven't they helped us out? A big thank you to all the health people who have given up their time to be part of this series. That's all from me for now. I'm Penny Terry and I look forward to talking to you soon. Oh, and just one more time. This project was funded by the Healthy Tasmania Community Innovation Grants through the Tasmanian Government. (laughs) 